Zok the Gemara. Kofiyatas Amar Aleph 119a, second line, last word. What does it mean that a person is going to receive reward for learning things that have to do with being mechasa, covering up Atik Yaim in the older days? What does that mean? This is talking about somebody who hides things that Sefer Daniel hid. So if Daniel, Davka, specifically wanted that these things wouldn't be revealed, so, so uh, to keep it covered, don't reveal it. These are the secrets of the Torah. You're not supposed to teach the secrets of the Torah to anybody, says the Rajbam. Certain things are supposed to be kept, uh, kept private, kept undercover, as we've explained previously in the Mishkan. There were two utensils, two vessels that represented Torah, the menorah and the aron. The menorah represents the Torah that's supposed to be the light spread outward to others. And the aron, the ark, which was hidden away in the Kedesh HaKadoshim, represents Torah of, that, that's supposed to be kept private. Things that are not supposed to be revealed. Vigadamri, some say a little bit differently. What does it mean that a person is going to receive reward if he covers over the, the, the things from the older days? This is talking about a person who reveals the things that Daniel covered over. This is the Tamei Torah. What does it mean, Tamei Torah? In other words, every, both Shatim are agreeing, except where the Machlekes is, what is the goal? Where's the reward coming from? Is the reward coming from a person who makes sure that the hidden parts of the Torah remain hidden, or that the revealed parts of the Torah end up being revealed to the general masses? Okay. Here we go. Continuing on in these, I got it to Gemara. Zomar of Kahana, Mishra, Mishra, Rabbi Yisra, Rabbi says in the name of Rabbi Shmo, Rabbi Yaisi. Now to the second wide line. Might have said what's meaning the Pasuk that says, Lamatzeach, his brother David, Zamru, Lamisha, Naitzchen, Naisai, Vesomach. You know what it means? That Lamatzeach, okay, a song of David, what does that mean? This is Zamru, Lamisha, Naitzchen, Naisai, Vesomach. You should sing to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Sameach. Sing to Hashem, and Hashem is happy. Meaning, says the Gemara to explain. Look how the traits of Hashem, how different they are from human traits. When it comes to a human being, so when a human being is overtaken and conquered, so we're sad. Oh, I ate my white flag, I surrendered, I lost the game. Oh, yeah, I lost, it's terrible. If people conquer Hashem, win Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is happy. Let's explain. And uh, he said that they would have destroyed them if not for Misha stood up on behalf of Klal Yisrael. Okay, so what happened was, is Klal Yisrael by the Chet Egel. Uh, sin Shabbat, the state of Baruch Hu wanted to destroy us. Moshe Rabbeinu davened for us, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu was happy that Moshe was victorious in his davening and changed the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Most people will say, oh, it's a Moshe one. It's a, no, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't uh, take these things in uh, the, the way that human beings do. Amr of Gahana Mishim Rabbi Shobar Yaisi, another, another, um, Memra, another statement from Rav Kahana quoting Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yaisi. 
Amr of Shimon ben Lakish, Bishum of Yehuda, Nesia. Some say it was Rish Lakish quoting Rav Yehuda Nesia. Maidach Siv. What's the meaning of the Pesach that says, Videi Adam mitachas kanfeyem? The hands of humans, the hands of people, were underneath the kanfei hashchina. Okay, they were underneath the wings of the angels that were carrying up the chariot. Yadayiksiv, it should say, I'm sorry, it's spelled Yadai. What is it referring to? Ze Yadai Shalash Baruch is referring to the hand of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shaprusa Tachas Kanfei Chayes, which was spread out, Kaviyachal, so to speak, underneath the wings of the Malachim, the angels, the Kaba Bali Tshuva, Miyad Midas Adin, in order to catch the Bali Tshuva from Midas Adin, right? The, what happens is like this. We know there's a Malach of justice and a Malach of mercy. And when we do things, so we did it. I mean, that's it. It is what it is. How can that be changed? So the Mida, the, the Malach of justice says, listen, this person did this, person did this sin. They sinned in that way. Da, da, da. And therefore, there's got to be justice. And what HaKadosh Baruch Hu does, HaKadosh Baruch Hu spreads out his hand underneath the Malach of Din, and he kind of allows Bali Tshuva, people who repented and, and atoned for that sin, he says, don't worry about the Midas Adin, just fall through over here, I'll catch you, and I'll bring you over to Rachman, I'll bring you over to Mercy. Every piece of silver and gold in the world, Yosef Atzadik, when he was the leader of Betrayim, was able to bring down to Mitzrayim. Shenamar Yelaka Yosef has kola kesav animza. Yosef got all of the silver that was that was to be found. Maybe it's only referring to the land of, our, of Mitzrayim, land of Canaan. Besharot minayin. I know it's referring to the entire world. Maybe Yosef just got uh, you know the gold and silver from that area. Answers the Gemara Talmud Leimar. The Torah continues on to say. Everybody had cut, there was a drought everywhere, and people had come down to Mitzrayim. So they also had to pay. So you see from there that uh, Yosef made Paro fantastically wealthy. He made, he made Paro and Mitzrayim incredibly wealthy. Now listen to this. There's different things to do with your wealth, right? Some people use it wisely. Some people don't use it wisely. Some people don't even know how to use it. So here we go. What happened was when Yosef, his intent was to help Paro. But guess what he instead, he, guess what ended up happening instead? All that money ended up in the hands of Klal Yisrael. When we left Mitzrayim, we took all of it up with us. Shinamar says, We emptied out Mitzrayim. We made Mitzrayim like a mitsuda, like a tower that uh where it's more it's more of a um a storehouse that doesn't have any grain. It's more of a mitsula uh of a net, a storing place for fish that had no fish. and all of the money was remained with Klal Yisrael. Until Rechavam, this is now in the times of the, uh, about uh, uh, 50 years, 100 years into the Beis Hamik, the first Beis Hamikdash. Shishak came and took it from Rechavam, as it says, 
was the fifth year of Rechavam that Shishak from Mitzrayim came and fought against Yerushalayim. He took the treasuries of the Beis HaMikdash and the treasuries of the king. So what happened now? Zerach, the king of Kush, came and he conquered Shishak. Apparently they had some sort of battle and he took all that money. But also, and then Asa came, who Asa was now a Jewish king, so now the money is going to come back to Klal Yisrael. And he was able to conquer uh, uh, Zerach, the king of Kush, and he gave all of it to Shigra Lehadrimain ben Tvarimain. Okay, he gave it all of it to. Um, I believe he was, the Rajbam says, yeah, he was a king of Aram, and we sent it to him in order to protect Kla Yisrael from a different nation that wanted to fight us. The Ammonim ended up being victorious, and they ended up with all of that money. And then Yehoshaphat, the king of Kla Yisrael, when he fought against the Amainim, he was a he was a, a, a yid, and he took all that treasury back. This is, I mean, call it wild. We're not done yet. Call it wild, but guess what? You know what? This is economics. This is economics. This is how economy works, right? This is how money works. One person, m- money represents services and needs. So, one money goes to you know the money gets paid to the delivery man. So now he has money to pay the farmer. And the farmer has money to pay those who uh, give them the the seed and the trucks, and uh, and those who have the trucks and the uh, and the you know the the tractors and the seed may have been the ones who 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 paid the delivery man in the first place. Understand that you know that's how it works. It's, the, 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 it's moving around over here. So you have all this money, and over gener- throughout generations, it's moving from one hand to the next. And it stayed in Klai Yisrael until Achaz came. Basan Cherev conquered the whole world. And he took it from Achaz. But then San Cherev had a downfall. And Chizkiah got it back for Klai Yisrael. And it stayed with Klai Yisrael until the times of Tzidkiah. They got it from Tzidkiah. This is already by the time of Nebuchadnezzar. Ba'o Parsim and Tlumikasdiyam said the, the Persians came and they took it from the uh, and they took it from Nebuchadnezzar. Lost the place, I'm sorry. Bo Yavanim and Tlumi Parsim and how the Yavanim, the Greeks came. Yeah, we're getting down to the uh, times of uh, Hanukkah. And they conquered the money. Bo Ramim Tlumi Yad Yavanim. The Romans got it from the Greeks. Va'adayan Munach Baraymi and all this money still remains in the Vatican. I don't know if it's the Vatican, but it remains somehow, somewhere uh, in Rome. Amr Rucham Abrachanina. Rucham Abrachanina says, Shalish Matamuniyais Hitman Yosef in Mitzrayim. There were three special treasures that Yosef put away in Mitzrayim. Achas Neskal Lekairach. One special treasure was, became known by Kairach. Achas Neskal Antoninus Ben Asavirus. One became one was shown to Antoninus Ben Severus. Okay, now Antoninus is a very famous 
non-Jewish uh, Roman governor who was very close with Rebbe HaKadosh. Okay? He's a descendant of Edom. And one is hidden away for tzaddikim la'asid lavai for future generations. Now what's going on with these treasures that were revealed at these different times? Pasuk in Kahelas tells us that Aishar Shamur protected wealth for its owner, Lira'asai, can cause the downfall of the owner. You have somebody who's overly protective over their wealth, well, that same wealth that you're overly protective of because you're concerned of may very well cause your downfall. What does that mean? Number of Shimon Lakish, the Shimon Lakish says, Zu Ashrash this is referring to the wealth of Kairach. You hear this. Why was Kairach such a hotshot? Why was he such a hotshot? Who was he? Besides her being Maisha Mino's cousin. Yeah, Maisha Mino a lot of cousins. Who's Kairach? Teretz is. Kairach had a lot of money. And pe- sometimes people with a lot of money think they, they're bulvans. Bulvan. You, you break, I could do what I want, say what I want, nobody can tell me what to do. They think money runs the show. Okay? And Kairach was standing on top of this whole treasury. He was an incredibly wealthy man, and therefore he, he, was, he was so convinced of, uh, of his righteousness because of this money that it, 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 this itself caused his downfall. Um, the, the keys to all of Kairach's treasury had to be held by 300 um, mules. 300 mules had to carry the keys to Kairach's treasuries. All right? And those keys were... Um, were very light keys. It, it means made out of skins, but it means they were they weren't heavy. So, go figure. No, we're not dealing with the, the the mules carrying metal keys. They were very light. They were lightweight keys. So there was plenty to go around, and uh, that's how wealthy he was. And that's what Shlomi Hamelach means. And he writes this passage in Kehillas that the, sometimes it's the wealth of people that uh, that caused their downfall. Okay, period, end of that discussion. We're now with the two dots, six lines from the bottom of the page. So give, the Gemara starts by giving us a simon, a way to remember the, what we're going to be discussing, and that is Daish Adish Kastach Meudach Simen. All right, here we go. What's going on over here? What are these halachas? What are these teachings? says, name now go through various psukim in halo. Aitcha kiani sani. says, Aitcha, from the word maidim, I thank you, Hashem, kiani sani, because you answered my tfilos. You answered my prayers. Eben mosu abainim haisel reishpina. That was, and the stone, I love this pasuk. I dwell on this pasuk every time I say hello. The stone that everybody said is mius is gross and disgusting, 
ended up being the cornerstone. Amar Yishai. That's what Yishai said. Yeah? Who's Yishai? David Amelech's father. He was, the Yishai was the one that thought David Amelech was a mamzer. So the one kid who's illegitimate, the one that's Maos, and everybody pushed aside for the first 27 years of his life, Haisa Pina ended up being the cornerstone for Yishai's whole family. It's a very important message for us. And uh, if we look through history, it's unbelievable how true this is, how often those who are the, the ones who are pushed aside, sometimes even throughout their life, in later years, end up being the firm cornerstone. These were the brothers of David, who also thought that he was the, you know, thought that he was the uh, local mamzer. And all of a sudden, he's the one appointed to be the king. This day Hashem made, that's what was said by Shmuel, who anointed David. David's brother said, Please save us with David. Through David. Hashem, now that I'm king, please allow me to be matzliach. Allow me to be successful. Baruch Hashem. Omar Yishai. person who comes in the name of Hashem. That's what Yishai said. When Shmuel told him one of his sons is going to be the king, Yishai says, okay, Baruch Abba, if you're, you're coming to bring me the word of Hashem, we bless you from the house of Hashem. That is from Shmuel, responding. Like Shalom, Yishai says to Shmuel, Shalom Aleichem, you know, Baruch Abba. And Shmuel responds, Aleichem Shalom. I'm giving you back a bracha from Hashem's house. El Hashem Bayar Lanu Amar Kula. This was said by everybody involved. Okay. Now this was um, when Shmuel found out that David's going to be appointed. So El Hashem Bayar Lanu. Hashem has now brought light. Clarity, Isruchag Bavaisim Amar Shmuel, to to uh, connect, tie up with the Chag with the Yamtif Bavaisim. When you bring this to the Mizbeach Amar Shmuel, these words were said by Shmuel that once there was clarity, he says, "Oh, Gavaldik, now it's time. We're going to build. Yeah, we're going to bring a carbon." Eliyata Vaydeka Amar David, you are my Hashem, and I will thank you. David Amelach said that once he once he found out he was chosen, this was said by everybody. Tan Hosom, yes, so there's Mamish. You hear this? When we say halo, these last psukim of halo, starting from uh, this is the sequence of events that took place when Shmuel came to anoint David from the family of Yishai. It's not wholesome. We learned in the, in a Mishnah in Sukkah, Makaim Shanagu, we turn to Amad Bey's Lichvoil Yichvoil. And when the Minag is to say each one of these Psukim twice, you say it twice. This is what we do, right? We say Halo, we say Aitcha Kyanik Sanifati Hidli Shua, Evan Masu Abinam Haisel Raishpina, Meza Shamma, we say it two times. 
in a place that has a minute to say it two times, a person should say it. Some places have a minute to only say each pasuk once. So when you say each pasuk once, you do it once. The varech acher of yuvarech. Some people have a, and then in, in a place where you have to make a bracha afterwards, which is what we do, right? After all the double psukim. Right? Those, those last psukim are all doubled. And then some places, like we have, Yalucha Hashem Lekinakom Masecha, Halal ends with a bracha. Everybody should recite Halal in whichever way is the custom of their location. Amar Abaye, Abaye says, this, that it depends on your minog, whether to end with halal with a bracha, is true at the end. But everybody agrees, halal starts with, Everybody agrees you start halal with a bracha. There's just different minhagim when to end, uh, whether to end halal with a bracha. Every mitzvah you got to make a bracha before performing the mitzvah. This is this Gemara comes up in multiple places. Yet, very interesting. How do you know? How do you know that there's a mitzvah to recite? Um, I know there's a mitzvah to recite. Lakdume. Uh, and how do you know when we say you make a, a bracha over beforehand? How do you know it means that? How do you know the word over in Hebrew means beforehand? Okay, says I'll prove to you that over means prior to performing the mitzvah. How do you see that? Achimots ran and went in front of the kushi. Okay, that he was he he went in front to notify. This a, there's a, a story of Yayav who sent one of his slaves to tell David Hamelech that Avshalom died. Be it as it may, you see that he the word avar means that he ran in front of the animal. He ran ahead. Therefore, you see that avar means prior to. by is different proof. He says who He passed in front of them. Yaakov went in front of. All of uh, his his whole family. So you see, Iver means in front of, prior to. The king went in front of them with Hashem at their head. Okay, so you see, the Iver Lasyason means prior to. Tanya, we learned in Abraisa. Rebbe Kaifel Badvarim. Rebbe would uh, say some psukim twice. Rav Lazar ben Prata, Maisif Badvar. Rav Yosef ben Prata um, would add even more psukim should be doubled. My Maisif, which psukim did he say should also be doubled? Amar Abaye, Abaye says, Maisif lichva me aidcha lemata. Okay? He would go from aidcha and onwards. Once he reached the Pasuk of aidcha, Hashem, Kiani Zani, so he did, he, uh, he started to double uh, everything. All right, which seems to be, you know, uh, only towards the end. It doesn't necessarily mean to say every pasuk in Hallel twice. Period. Okay. 
Darash Rabavira, Rabavira gave a drasha. Listen to this story. We're now going to get involved in the incident when Shmuel came to the family of Yishai. And he said, Yishai, HaKadosh Baruch who told me one of your sons is going to be the king of Kal Yisrael. And Yishai sent up all the other kids. All the other kids who he knew it's got to be one of them. It ain't going to be David the Mamzer. Right? So what happened? What's that story? Darsha Bavira. Zimnin Omar Le Mishmeid Ravami. Sometimes it's called the name of Ravami. Vizimram Le Mishmeid Ravasi. My Dachsev, what's the meaning of the Posik that says, Vayegdal Hayeled Vayigomal? Yitzchak grew up and he was weaned away from his mother. It means in the future there's going to be a Seuda made for Tzadikim on the same day that Hashem gives Chesed to Yitzchak's children. After they eat and drink. Mashiach is going to come. And it's going to be a big Suda. And they're going to give a cup to Avram Avinu. Avram, you lead the benching. And Avram Avinu is going to say, I can't make the bracha, I can't lead benching because my children were in all tzaddikim. I had Yitzchak, yeah, but Yishmol, yeah, he didn't, he didn't stay true to Hashem throughout his life. There's a measure that says Yishmol did chuv at the end of his life. But during his life, he certainly had gone off for a time. Okay? And therefore, Vo'aymer lohem, lost the place, I'm sorry. Yeah, Okay? I can't do it because I have Yishmol. So I will like Yitzchak. They're going to say to Yitzchak, no, you lead the benching. Toil uvarich. Oymer lohem, Yishmol says to the, Yitzchak says to them, I can't lead the benching because Esav came from me. I'm going to Yaakov, Toil uvarich. Yeah, the truth, yeah, my, my kids, Baruch Hashem, all 12 Shvatim, but I married two sisters, uh, but, you know, it was before the Torah was given, but in the future, the Torah is going to forbid, going to forbid this, and therefore I'm not the right one to lead for all of Klal Yisrael. You lead the benching. Yeah, I was never Zaycha to walk in the land of Eretz Yisrael. So I'm also lacking. Not in my life, not in my death. I wasn't, didn't live there at all, never stepped foot in there. And I, I wasn't buried there either. Yeah, he says, I can't make a bracha. I didn't merit to have my descendants keep Kedusha in Kalal Yisrael. I didn't play any role in the building of Yerushalayim. That's how they explain. Dechsev Yeshua ben Nun, Nun benoi Yeshua benoi. Okay? Nun was his son, Yeshua was his son. So what you see from here is that um, Yeshua, even if he had children, the Rashbam explains, he didn't leave any sons to Shevet Ephraim. He didn't leave any, maybe he had daughters, whatever it was, maybe he didn't have any, 
They didn't leave any sons for Sheva to fry. Okay. They said to David, Okay, no problem. Yeah. Uh, you want somebody to leave the benching? It's me. You got the right guy. You got the right guy. You, you, have, you, have, uh, you have the right address. Okay? Shanamar, as it says, Kais Yeshuais Esa. David says, I will read, I will lift up the cup of Yeshua and I will call out the name of Akadosh Baruch Hu. David Amelech had a very difficult beginning of his life, as we keep mentioning. Ultimately, he was able to bond and connect to Akadosh Baruch Hu. Karay Vashem Akadosh Baruch Hu is closest to those who have broken hearts. It's his life experiences that made him who he was. He became the king of Klai Israel. He wrote Sefer Tehillim. He played a role in building Yerushalayim, building the first base of Megdash, even though he knew in his lifetime he's never going to be Zeichet to build it. But he laid the foundation, which is a very powerful concept for us, that even if we can't follow through on a mitzvah or something, at least lay the groundwork for, for other people to be able to complete that mission. And David dedicated himself to the Beis HaMikdash, to Yerushalayim, to Klai Yisrael, even though he knew only Shlomo is going to be Zeichet to build it. And therefore he says, if, if when Yerushalayim is rebuilt, yeah, that's what I dedicated myself to. There's no, there, there's no impediment um, standing in my way. Period. End of that Gemara. Let's start the new Mishnah, get a little bit back into Halacha for the last couple of Daf. The last two Daf are, uh, are much shorter. And we're wrapping up the Seder now, all right? We're wrapping up the Seder. So here we go. We have the Dalit Kaisis. That's the four cups. Now, what's the last thing that we eat? The Afikaim. Right? We eat the Afikaim. All right. What in the world is Afikaim? What is that? What is an Afikaim? So let's read the Mishnah. Ein maftirin achara pesach Afikaim. You don't say Haftira after Pesach? Uh, what's going on? Yeah? No. <laughs> All right. What is Haim Haftir Dachara Pesach? It means, you're, let's just translate these words. The Gemara is going to have to explain because there's no way to read this. Ein Maftirin, you can't potter yourself, you can't release yourself from the Seder. Achara Pesach, after eating the government Pesach, Afikomen. You can't release yourself from the Pesach Seder, Afikomen. What are you talking about? What's going on? What is this Mishnah saying? Says the Gemara. What's an Afikomen? Amar Rav. Rav says. You know what Afikomen is? Shalayakru mechabura lechabura. When they would eat the carbon Pesach, even when they finished eating the meat, you are not allowed to mix groups. They would make groups for each carbon Pesach. You got to stick with your group throughout the night. Shmuel Amar, Shmuel says, No. He says, you know what it is? This is mushrooms and birds. Mushrooms for me and chicken for my father. What does that mean? What's going on over there? So, what this means is dessert. Dessert. Afikaimen is dessert. 
once you eat you can't eat dessert after the carbon Pesach. Sweet desserts, nuts, toasted wheat, the agaizim, and walnuts. Okay, after the carbon Pesach, says the Rashbam, you're not allowed to eat any of your normal, you can't st- start eating ice cream and uh, uh, your normal foods. You got to keep, uh, keep the taste of the carbon Pesach in your mouth. Tanya Kavosit Rabbi Yechanan, we have a brisa which seems to prove the opinion of Rabbi Yechanan. That means, for example, these dates, toasted kernels, and walnuts. Okay? So that's what it means. We have three different opinions. We have Rav, we have Shmuel, we have, uh, we have Rabbi Yechanan. And the halacha seems to be Rabbi Yechanan. What does it mean? After eating Avikaymen, you're not allowed to eat anymore. No more desserts. Okay. Om Rav Yudam HaShmuel says, Im Avdir Nachar Matzah Afikaim. If Chas V'Sholem, we end up having a Pesach Seder in St. Louis. If Mashiach's not here within this week, we're not going to have a Karban Pesach. So this is that we say, Ein Mavdir Nachar Pesach Afikaim, in after the Pesach, is that only if you have a, a carbon Pesach? But then, then, I mean, if Chas Shalom, we have a, we're in St. Louis this year. Can we eat after the Afikayimah? We don't have a carbon Pesach. It means even after Matzah Afikayimah. So nowadays when we have the Matzah, Without the carbon Pesach, the last thing you're allowed to eat at your Pesach Seder is the matzah. So even nowadays, you shouldn't have dessert after eating afikayim. Tonight we learned in the Mishnah, Im Avdir Nachar Pesach Afikayim, in Achar Pesach, who do I have a Lachar Mazim Avdir? It says in our Mishnah, only after the carbon Pesach. It seems, that, it seems that if you don't have a carbon Pesach, there's no problems. The Gemara says, no, let me buy a comment. The Mishnah is giving us a let me buy. Like, we don't even need to say meaning. Yeah. When the last thing you're eating at your Pesach Seder is matzah, matzah doesn't have any strong flavor, so certainly over there you're not allowed to eat dessert because you're supposed to have a lingering flavor of matzah in your mouth. When it comes to good, gesunta, juicy meat, that we know the flavor stays in your mouth for a while, that's why we, we wait a few hours, right? Different customs, but we wait a few hours between meat and milk because it remains in your mouth. So when it comes to meat, the, the carbon Pesach, the nafesh time of Lemaziavuri, I was like, listen, you have a strong taste in your mouth. If you eat a few nuts, you'll still have the fleshic taste in your mouth. So less lamba, no big deal, eat dessert. Therefore, the Mishnah lets us know, means even after a carbon Pesach, now let eat dessert, even though the flavor will stay. How much more so? You're certainly not allowed to eat um, a dessert when you don't have a carbon Pesach, because... You need to have the taste of matzah remain in your mouth. Says Gemara, name him is Are you going to say that perhaps it's a proof? When it comes to different types of matzahs, we say a person's allowed to fill up his belly, yeah, with uh, with with uh, these matzahs 
as long as you have kosher matzah at the end. These are all types of matzahs that, that you don't fulfill your mitzvah with, right? It's, it's flour mixed with oil, flour mixed with honey. You can make a cracker, but that's not a matzah. So the, the, the Gemara asks, we know you're allowed to eat these things at the Pesach Seder. As long as you have enough room for a kosher matzah. So it seems, ba'achreina in. It seems that when you eat matzah last, hakobah seder, because at least you have the lingering taste of the matzah in your mouth, but barishayna lai. Okay? But not referring to the rishayna, it's not referring to the beginning of the meal. You're not allowed to eat um, anything uh, once a person has eaten the the kosher matzah. Gemara says, we'll end with this step, top of tomorrow's daf. No. This brysa is really a laimi boy. When we say not, that uh, not to have these other types of matzahs after the kosher matzah, it doesn't mean dafka at the end and not at the beginning. No, it's a laimi boy. Meaning, laimi boy, very shayna. In the beginning of a meal, of course you're allowed to eat other types of matzah. You're eating in order to get your uh, uh, to give yourself enjoyment, to give yourself an appetite. But maybe to eat, but when it comes to kosher matzah, all the way at the end of the Pesach Seder, I would say, oh, maybe these other things you're not allowed to eat because then it's going to be achilas gasa for the kosher matzah and that's not going to be considered even eating anymore like we explained previously, right? Achilas gasa, if I'm already stuffed and now I'm eating matzah, it's not even called an achilah, it's not even called eating. I would say that you're not allowed to eat these other matzahs. Kamashwala Nivda Bryson lets us know you're allowed to eat these types of these other types of matzahs at the beginning of the meal and you're even allowed to eat these other types of matzahs at the end of the meal, as long as the last matzah that you eat happens to be a kosher matzah, a matzah that you fulfill your obligation with, which is flour and water. And as from tomorrow morning, we will pick up from Marzutra Masni Hachi.